before the game kicks off. Let's ramp it up with college football overtime. Here's, here's, here's Garrett Chapman and Abe Gordon. Let's move into the Atlantic Coastal Conference, which just released its brand new schedules, which uh, we're not going to get into too much right here, but it is now not just the Atlantic Coastal Conference. It is the Atlantic plus Pacific Coastal Conference because Cal and uh, Stanford are coming in, but I did want to give a quick shout out to uh, the ACC. They just released those schedules. If you haven't seen them, go check them out. All of those are up on the ACC's website. But I do want to start because we have two weekday games that we want to get into. Yeah. Tonight, Wake Forest is traveling to Duke in a battle of the private schools in North Carolina. It's just a surprisingly interesting game for me, uh, just in general. I think Duke is a good football team. They should they should win this game. What is the status of Riley Leonard? Is he 100%? Can he play a full game? Can he act, Should he play this game? Should he take this off and take a break? Duke really disappointed me last week. I expected them to come out and, and look a lot better on offense. They didn't look that way, uh, and I'm a little frustrated with what I saw from them, but they're still a good team, and they should win this game. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, it, it's a situation where the defense has started to let them down a little bit as compared to some of the games they were in earlier. And, yep. and simply enough, as you mentioned, Riley Leonard, even though he's playing, he's not Riley Leonard. Uh, it, it's taken away, and and obviously a short week. How much better can he look this week than he did last week? Still should be enough to get by Wake. I agree with you. Uh, maybe the defense peaks back up a little bit, but um, they, they it's been a rough go uh, for Duke. Uh, since that Notre Dame game. Yeah, Boston College takes a road trip to Syracuse, and Boston College is a team that has looked a lot better as of late. Uh, they they kind of use looks like they used that bye week to get right. They then go travel to Atlanta to take on Georgia Tech and Castellanos and, and Robichaud. They kind of go buck wild in that game. And since then, they've been looking pretty good, you know, and, and they're 2-2 two and two in the ACC. They're looking to continue that against a not-so-good Syracuse team that is still looking to pick up its first win in ACC play. I think that Boston College should dominate this game in a battle of the two New England squads. It's two teams going in opposite directions. I mean, you got Syracuse started 4-0. They've lost four straight. I'll be three of it, two ranked teams. Uh, and then Boston College, who started 1-3, and three, they've won four in a row. Castellanos, as uh, you mentioned uh, throughout, uh, leading up to that Tech game, very fun to watch and yep. expect more of the same big output from him. Yep, and then we move into the other, the, the first of the noon slate on Saturday. Notre Dame coming down to Clemson, South Carolina, a game that a lot of people circled early in the season as a, wow, this could be a deciding game in college, the college football playoff rankings because a lot of people pegged Clemson as a favorite in the ACC for, for good reason. This is a very talented football team. Uh, Notre Dame is another team who said, well, if they potentially lose a close one at Ohio State or say they like do X, Y, or Z, like any number of things. None of those things happen. Uh, a lot of different things have happened. Notre Dame has been a little hot and cold at times. They've had the the crazy outputs at times. And then, you, of course, you turn around and you have the big win over USC, which I think they're still riding high from that game. Now they travel down to Clemson in a very interesting game where Dabo Sweeney has the Clemson Tigers at 2-4 and four in the conference, which if you had told me that, Abe, before the season, I would have thought that a bomb went off somewhere in like it just it's just an insane it's like within the program like maybe there are just injuries all over the place maybe uh the defense something crazy would have must have happened that's an unfathomable result for me two and four it, but it, it is that bad and things are that bad in clemson south carolina 
Look, Clemson has lost every game that can get their season semi on track, if you know what I mean. Obviously, the opener to Duke, all right, you lost the Florida State game, which could have put you back into the race in the ACC. All right, fine. You beat Q's and Wake Forest, great. Yeah, another challenge against Miami, and, and you suffer a loss in that one. Is this a game they can win that that you're not getting your season back on track? That's already gone. Uh, but there's a little bit of justification behind this win if they could get that. Uh, and it would be a big win for Dabo considering the, the events of the past, I, let's just say three weeks on the field, off the field commentary, um, you know, callers from Spartanburg, whatever. <laughs> um, it, it, this would be a big win for them because there, there is a real, real steep slope that they're sliding down right now. They've got to plateau it at some point, uh, before they pick up too much speed on, on the downside of that. So, uh, very, very interesting game. I've seen nothing that makes me believe that they're going to win this game. No. It just if just being honest, all of that mystique of Clemson is gone. Uh somehow Florida State took it away with one quarterback snap and uh fumble and and return for a touchdown because they they still have the same players, they still should be good and it's just not working for whatever reason and and Notre Dame is we've seen how well they've been able to play in, in a number of games. Some wins and some losses they played well in. So uh, very, very tough game and very tough close to the season for Clemson. They got Georgia Tech coming. They got North Carolina coming. They got mm-hmm. South Carolina coming. Uh, they got to get back on track at some point. Is this the game to kind of get it going? I don't know. You know, and I'm looking at their schedule now. This is a team yeah. that's 4-4 four and four overall. Uh, there is a very real world that Clemson misses a bowl game. I was going to say, don't you say it, but there you go. Uh like and if you it told would be me, stunning. it would be stunning. I would be stunned. Yeah, stunned if they did, if they missed a bowl game. This team is way too talented. There is way too much going their way. They had way too much momentum just in general coming into this season. And and like you looked at what they did last year, you say, oh, it was kind of a down year for Clemson, right? They won ten games, Abe. They won ten games last week. And look, I went on. I actually went back and and watched myself because I felt like I might have gone a little too hard on Dabo Sweeney and this Clemson team in general last on, on Monday morning when we, we debuted our, our other podcast. No, no. The, the more I watched it, the more I'm like, yeah, I, I made some good points and I completely stand with, I stand on that Hill. You know, yeah. Dabo Sweeney, what he has done this year is a disgrace to yeah. that program. It is, there is nothing good that I have to say about Dabo Sweeney anymore. He is, and I will, I will restate what I said last week or last podcast. He is as unfireable of a head coach as there exists in college football. He's right there with Kirby Smart, and he's right there with Nick Saban. But he's about to miss a damn bowl game, and I, I didn't, almost didn't say damn. That is how bad his season has been. It is embarrassingly bad. There is a good chance, not a chance, a good chance, a, a plus chance that he ends this season on a six-game losing streak. That's unacceptable. That's unacceptable. And I don't care, I don't care if, you, if a couple fumbles went your way. I don't care if one or two more plays go your way. You, it is unacceptable to lose, to not make a bowl game and be Clemson and play the schedule that you play in the ACC. You are way more talented than anybody you play in the conference. Anybody. And that includes Florida State. That includes Notre Dame. It includes anybody. It includes North Carolina. You are far more talented than anybody in the conference. And if you miss a bowl game, Dabo Sweeney, I mean – I say it again. He's as unfireable of a head coach as there exists in college football. He's on a hot seat, period. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm not as extreme to you. I don't think they're missing a bowl game. They're going to beat uh, Georgia Tech, and they're going to beat Probably. South Carolina, and, and that'll get them where they Probably. need to be. I'm interested in this aspect of this game, though, because the crowd was pretty ramped up uh, against Florida State a, a number of weeks ago when that was a home game for Clemson. Mm-hmm. Very interested to see what the crowd feels like in this game because there's no reason for them to be – um, providing the atmosphere to the players that they did against the Seminoles. I'm interested to see what it feels like for this one. Have they kind of stepped away? Have they kind of removed themselves a little bit emotionally? Uh, maybe. The atmosphere will tell me. I think we're going to learn a lot about this team very early in this game, and Audric Estime has a chance to punch them in the mouth, and let, let's see what happens there. Because I, I think I think Clemson does factor into this game. I think they the way that Clemson likes to play football, I think it does work in their favor a little bit. Notre Dame is favored three and a half points on the road. Uh, and that should be taken, I guess, into a little bit of account if you for what you will. But Audrey Estime, I've said this multiple times on college football game time. I, I'll say I've probably said it a few times on this podcast, but Notre Dame will go as Audric Estime goes. We've seen what they've looked like when he doesn't do well, and it's not pretty. So if they can slow down, slow down the Notre Dame rushing attack, I think Clemson's got a great shot at winning this football game. They play at home. Like you said, I think that factors in a great deal. Uh, I want to see what the fans do. I want to see how the fans react to Dabo because I know that. Every Clemson fan that I've ever met, all the Clemson fans that I know personally, they love Dabo Sweeney. They, he is he is so important to them. They, they love that guy. I want to see how they react after everything that's gone down this week. I, you see cracks in the armor. Uh, so we'll see how the fans react. We're going to learn very quickly in this game how it's probably going to go. And if it gets ugly, then that's a different bridge, and we will absolutely be talking about this game on Sunday, regardless if they win or lose. Uh, but I do want to continue moving on. Georgia, or excuse me, Campbell. Let's go to Campbell. They travel to North Carolina. North Carolina is a team that's lost two games in a row in the ACC, two games that they absolutely had no business losing. Two games where if I, I feel like if they just run the ball in the second half and don't let the game plan get away from them and let Drake May just sort of chuck the ball down the field, it's very easy for a team with a quarterback that talented and wide receivers that talented to just sort of throw the ball. And I think you just need to run the ball effectively. And you you have two win two more wins on this on this on this season. So Campbell's coming into town. This is a get right game for them. I'm going to say the same thing I said to you about South Carolina here in regards to North Carolina, and that's all I'll say on this game. This yeah. is a game where you get some confidence on offense, you get some confidence on defense, and you take it forward into the last couple games of the regular season. That's what North Carolina is going to look to do, along with as you mentioned for for a game uh, a while ago, look to stay healthy as well. Yeah, absolutely. So Georgia Tech travels to. Charlottesville, Virginia, for a game that both teams really need to win. We talked about some SEC teams that needed to win. This Virginia team is a team that that started the season 0-5, losses to Maryland, losses to, to NC State, and to a bad one to Tennessee. Um, but this is all of a sudden a team that goes on the road and beats. They beat for uh, North Carolina, the team we just talked about, and they look very good against a, a Miami team last week in a game that they very well could have won. Uh, this is a team that's a lot better than the record indicates, and they are still very much in play for a bowl game. Georgia Tech's got their work cut out for them. It's a it's an odd numbered game, so that doesn't spell good for Georgia Tech, who's only won even games on this checkerboard of a season. Take from that what you will. I won't take a whole lot. I think Georgia Tech is a better football team, but I think they got to go on the road and prove it. They're four and one under Brent Key on the road as ACC underdogs, and I think. Haynes King and this offense are going to be too much for this Virginia Virginia defense that trends very young on the defensive side of the football. But 
ultimately this comes down to whether or not Georgia Tech can stop the run, which has been working in Virginia's favor. They have an ACC leader in terms of receiving yards per game in uh, Malik Washington, I believe. And this is a good Virginia team, but I think the winner of this game is going to go a long way in their bowl eligibility. Yeah, I think you hit it right on the head right there in the end. We said two weeks ago they got to beat Boston College or it's going to be real tough to get to bowl eligibility because of who they'd have to beat the rest of the way. Well, they turned around and then beat one of those ranked teams in North Carolina. I'll say it again, though. They need to win this game because it's going to be very tough to beat who you've got the rest of the way. I know we just took 10 minutes to dump on Clemson. It's still going to be tough for Georgia Tech to beat them in a couple of weeks. And then, obviously, Georgia at the end of the way. This is a big game for Brent Key and Georgia Tech if they want to reach a bowl. As you mentioned, for whatever reason, I like this team on the road. They play well on the road. They knock off ACC opponents on the road, and that's what they'll look to do uh, again. And and Haynes King has had a little bit of ups and downs, but more ups than downs this season. Uh, Obviously uh, had a huge performance this past weekend uh, in the win against North Carolina. Look to carry that over. Uh, cause if, if Georgia tech scoring in the thirties and the forties, they're going to win those games hands oh, down. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I think the biggest key for them here is they got to run the ball yeah. effectively. The biggest thing in the, in that game against North Carolina is that the, the rushing attack just found a, not a, a third, fourth, fifth, sixth gear. They, they, they were like way, way up here off the charts. Good. They run for 240 plus yards in the fourth quarter against North Carolina in a game that was just unbelievable. Um, they rushed the field and it was crazy, but Ultimately for them, if they run the ball effectively and if they can slow down Tony Musket in general, uh, the, the quarterback who, who's since returned from injury for Virginia, if they can get after him, Kyle Kennard, somebody who I'm going to be looking at in particular, if they can get after him and, and make him uncomfortable and keeping him off pace because Georgia Tech is one of the worst third down defenses in college football. So let's see. If, and, and, and Musket in general is a guy who excels in that short to intermediate passing attack. And that's something that can really really hurt Georgia Tech if they can't if they don't if they don't keep them behind the chains and force them off the field and get get Haynes King back on the field to really take advantage of this Virginia secondary in general um let's go down to or up to Pittsburgh Pennsylvania because Florida State is also making that trip uh from Tallahassee up there to play Pitt I think Florida State should handle this game pretty effectively they're the best team in the ACC they've consistently shown that time and time again uh, Pittsburgh is a team that's also jumped on, on Louisville, a team that we expected Louisville to roll in that one. A lot of people did, but Pittsburgh finds another gear. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen this week because you have a head coach who, uh, in a press conference said some pretty negative things about his players and they have since taken to Twitter to, uh, not support their head coach. I think this could get ugly for Pittsburgh very quickly. This is all about the Seminoles and, and the college football playoff rankings uh, sent a message to Florida state. Your impressive wins make a difference. You have to yeah. stay impressed. There's that's the only reason they're ahead of Washington. They, they've been more dominant. In some of the recent wins than Washington has recently. Uh, and look, Washington probably would pass them over with, with a ranked win uh, yeah. this weekend. We'll get to that when we dive into around the nation, but th- this is a memo to Florida state. You need to keep beating these teams. If you're not going to play these teams that are ranked in the top 25, you need to beat the teams that are not ranked there by 10, 15, 20, 30 points. Uh, that's what they've done recently. And that's what I expect them to do this week. Yeah. It's, it's going to be, um, let the offense cook because I don't think Pittsburgh's going to have really much of a chance to slow them down. Um, now the other team that I mentioned that, uh, did not find a lot of success is Jawar Jordan and the Louisville Cardinals, a Virginia tech coming into town with a, an incredibly important game, Abe 
because both of these teams have one loss in the ACC. I don't think if you like if I don't know what's more unlikely. Truthfully, if you came to me at the beginning of the season and said there's a chance that Clemson misses a bowl game or that Virginia Tech could be playing in a an ACC title game, I don't know which one's more ridiculous uh, because they're both pretty insane. But Virginia Tech, they start they're four and four, but now they're three and one in ACC play. You win this game against Louisville, you are a clear number two in the conference to go play Florida State, and that stretch of games to end the season is not so bad. So you have a huge game and a huge opportunity against Louisville. That said, I think Louisville is just a much better team. Uh, Virginia Tech has just been the benefactor of a not-so-tough ACC schedule. I don't see any way that they slow down Jawar Jordan. I don't see any way that they slow down this this vaunted passing attack led by Jack Plummer and Jamari Thrash. I have a hard – they'll have a hard case to win this game. But, look, they've done it so far, so they've surprised us every step of the way. Yeah, I agree with you. I think Louisville just gets after it a little bit too much for Virginia Tech to keep pace. But I will say this, like you mentioned, if they do somehow find themselves winning this game, Boston College, NC State, and Virginia is all they've got left on their schedule. That's a manageable run for them as well. That That is exactly accurate. They could be headed towards an ACC championship game, but th- this game, uh, it, there's no discussion if you don't win this one. So that's right there. Yeah, and Florida State's the only really – Top program that I would say that they've played this year. Uh, no disrespect for the likes of Rutgers uh, or Old Dominion in the Sun Belt. This is not really a, a murderer's row of a schedule, and they're four and four in general. Their wins in the ACC have come over Pittsburgh, Wake Forest, and Syracuse, albeit a pretty good Wake Forest team. So we'll see who steps up in this game. But I think Louisville's on a mission. I think they're the better team. I think they should roll in this game. Final one in the ACC, Miami goes to NC State on a battle uh, on ACC Network. NC State's an interesting opponent, but Miami's a team who I think is also relatively alive. They're 2-2 two and two in the ACC. They're a team that has trended hot and cold. They had the big win over Clemson, and then they nearly slip up against Virginia last week, but they survived. I, I want to see what Tyler Van Dyke does to respond. He's been kind of banged up a little bit over the course of this season. You've got to keep him safe, NC State. I don't know if they're going to be able to take advantage of that, though. Well, I'll say this, and and this is all I'll say about this game. You know how much I love a trap game. Miami's gearing up to go to Florida State next week. Don't let that game get in your way this week. You are better than NC State. Go on the field and prove it, and then focus on the Seminoles. Do not get caught looking ahead. Yeah, but look, this is also an NC State team that could be hungover after an incredible performance last week against Clemson, which I would say is – they're by far their best game of the year um, because this is a squad that's really struggled in, in these kinds of games. Their two losses are three losses. I should say like your losses are to Notre Dame. They got smoked Louisville in a game that really, they gave themselves a great opportunity to win that game and then Duke and they got smoked in that game. So I, I could really see this as another opportunity for them to just get smoked uh, week after Clemson. Uh, I think you, maybe they found a different gear. Maybe they found something different. I don't know yet <laughs> because this, this Dave Doran is just the mastermind of eight and four seasons. Uh, this is really the way that he goes. It's just, he lives in that range. So he'll do what he can to get to that. But I, I'm not sure if this is the week that he's going to get it done. I also don't know who this Miami team is. I, I think they've, they've flashed hot and cold and I just want to see more consistency from Mario Cristobal's squad. 